0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today.
1: The problem with this bill is not that it makes anything, that it is not that it provides any new protection for infants. The problem with this bill is that it endangers some infants by stating that that infant must immediately be brought to the hospital where, depending on the circumstances, that may be the right thing to do for the health and survival of that infant, or it may not. That is the problem with this bill. It, it, it um, um, directs and, and mandates a certain medical care which may not be appropriate, which may be endanger the life of an infant in certain circumstances. That's why we oppose this bill.
0: Is that why you oppose this bill? Representative Gerald Nadler, is that what you appreciate about me? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything TonyKatz.Locals.com. com. The phone number, what, what, 833 Got Tony? eight three three four six eight eight six six nine. 468 Is that our number? That's our number. 833 Got Tony. That's where you get to be a part of the show. Now, We're waiting on Merrick Garland, the attorney general, who is going to be making a statement regarding yet more classified documents found in the possession of President Joe Biden in an office that he had in his private office and at his home in his garage next to his Corvette. And as you know, when you park something next to your Corvette, it is always safe. I don't know if I'll ever be okay with pencil-thin mustache prints. But who, who am I to say? Huh? So Garland is going to make a statement and we're going to do everything we can to bring that to you live. But there's Representative Nadler, the Democrats incensed by this legislation, the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act, ensuring that infants born alive after an attempted abortion receive the same, receive the same protection of law and degree of care as any newborn. And there's this kind of amazing opposition you're gonna force these doctors to take a kid to a hospital as uh
2: as our chairman had said not only is it illegal to not care for a born infant but the the law that you have provided on the republican side actually can create more harm It requires immediately taking a struggling baby to a hospital. That hospital could be hours away, and could be detrimental to the life of that baby. This is nothing more than the part of the effort to make abortion illegal nationally in this country. I object, and I urge a no vote, and yield back.
0: That's Representative Jan Schakowsky. I I am always stunned that the political left doesn't understand that the pro-lifer wants to make abortion illegal, and they're going to do absolutely everything they can. But in this situation, they're discussing you attempt the abortion, the abortion doesn't work. That pesky baby lives So what is the objection here and how does one make the claim that this connects to preventing abortions from happening? If the child lives, you already tried the abortion. It didn't take. I don't know. I guess some people might decide that God has other plans. That's the conversation here. You think the issue is having to take this child to a hospital? Well, the hospital could be five hours away. The hospital could be seven minutes away. So what do we think is a reasonable time frame? You take the kid to a hospital, and while you're taking the kid to the hospital, you do everything you can to ensure the kid survives. That's, that is too much to ask in a civil society? Well, that's, that's saying something. It is clear that the left does not understand. If you want to argue that the right did not understand that abortion might be more of a conversation, than then they realize in terms of the vote, uh, minds of the voters for the midterms, well, it's true. I mean, I, I, I got to deal with reality every single day, and I'm not about to I'm not about to, to, to not. But if you don't understand that the pro-life movement doesn't care, they believe what they believe, and you told them for 50 years, you'll never overturn Roe v. Wade, and then Roe v. Wade was overturned, of course they're going to keep going. Hiccups, bumps in the road, failing to do it right, getting the messaging back on track. Okay, they're not going to stop. They have no plans of stopping. the left wants to say that the right's radical. The political left thinks it's wrong to take a baby that survives an abortion to a hospital. That's twisted stuff. That's like that's like Stephen King kind of creepy. You try and kill the baby, the baby lives, and then you're like, nope, nope, I said we're killing a baby. That's the argument Schakowsky and Gerald Nadler are making. Don't get angry with me, ask them why they make it. And you realize that the political left looks way, way, way weirder on abortion than the right ever has. And I think that is an argument that just needs to be better made. America wants legalized abortion. They do. They want it rarely, but they want to be able to have access to it. America is not down with infanticide. Unless, of course, you're talking about the Democratic Party, which certainly seems to be. What will Merrick Garland, the attorney general, say in his press conference? We'll find out. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.
2: Section 600.2 of the Special Counsel Regulations, I assigned U.S. Attorney Lausch to conduct an initial investigation to inform my decision whether to appoint a Special Counsel. Mr. Lausch has served as the U.S. Attorney in Chicago since 2017. Before that, he spent more than a decade as an Assistant U.S. Attorney in that same office. I selected him to conduct the initial investigation because I was confident his experience would ensure that it will be done professionally and expeditiously. On December 20th, President Biden's personal counsel informed Mr. Lausch that additional documents bearing classification markings were identified in the garage of the president's private residence in Wilmington, Delaware. President Biden's counsel informed Mr. Lausch that those documents were, among other records, from the period of the president's service as vice president. The FBI went to the location. And secured those documents on january 5th 2023 mr lausch briefed me on the results of his initial investigation and advised me that further investigation by a special counsel was warranted based on mr lausch's initial investigation i concluded that under the special counsel regulations it was in the public interest to appoint a special counsel in the days since while mr lausch continued the investigation The department identified Mr. Her for appointment as special counsel. This morning, President Biden's personal counsel called Mr. Lausch and stated that an additional document bearing classification markings was identified at the president's personal residence in Wilmington, Delaware. When I first contacted Mr. Lausch about this matter, he said he could lead the initial investigation, but would be unable to accept any longer term assignment because he would be leaving the department in early 2023 for the private sector. U.S. Attorney Lausch and his team of prosecutors and agents have conducted this initial investigation with professionalism and speed. I am grateful to them.
0: Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. That is Merrick Garland, the Attorney General. There will be a special counsel to investigate how Joe Biden, the President of the United States, ended up With all of these documents in his office, in his private office, at his home, parked next to his Corvette. That special counsel will be happening. And, yes, they knew they had the documents in all three places. When the story first got released, CBS broke the story, but clearly didn't have it all. This was kept from us. Every bit of it. Let's take it back to the Attorney General, Merrick
2: Garland. Corporate fraud and appellate matters. From 2007 until 2014, Mr. Herr served as an Assistant U.S. Attorney for the District of Maryland where he prosecuted matters ranging from violent crime to financial fraud. In 2017, Mr. Herr rejoined the department as the Principal Associate Deputy Attorney General. In 2018, he was nominated and confirmed to serve as a U.S. Attorney for the District of Maryland. As U.S. Attorney. He supervised some of the Department's more important national security, public corruption, and other high-profile matters. I will ensure that Mr. Her receives all the resources he needs to conduct his work. As I have said before, I strongly believe that the normal processes of this Department can handle all investigations with integrity, but under the regulations, the extraordinary circumstances here require the appointment of a special counsel for this matter. This appointment underscores for the public the department's commitment to both independence and accountability in particularly sensitive matters and to making decisions indisputably guided only by the facts and the law. I am confident that Mr. Hur will carry out his responsibility in an even-handed and urgent manner and in accordance with the highest traditions of this department. Thank you all. And
0: with that, he walks right off the stage, does Merrick Garland. That's all he's got. The guy who did the initial investigation is heading into the private sector because who would actually want this stuff, and now we're going to have a special counsel taking place. Now. We're also moments away from the White House briefing room and Corinne Jean-Pierre, and you know this is the front and center subject. I haven't covered a White House press briefing. I was trying to figure out the last time I did it because I—I there was a moment I was doing it in earnest because you never knew what kind of crazy thing was being said. I, if, if you told me it's been six months since I've covered so, uh, one of these press briefings, I would tell you you're, you're right. But we are in it now. The special counsel is happening. Now, I'm so curious to see the response mechanism from the defense, the people who are desperate to defend Joe Biden and his actions. Actions that should not be defended. I mean, it has gotten to such levels of desperation that CNN brought in... Peter Strzok. I mean, look, any time classified
1: information is not stored appropriately, it presents a great deal of risk to all the different sources of
0: information that the intelligence community might be running. That's the absolute truth, Peter, which is amazing because you said it. By the way, how's Lisa? Lisa Page, you know, ya lava. CNN actually hired this dude. Meanwhile, he wants to let you know there's a big difference between what Joe Biden did and someone like Donald Trump.
1: That's human sources, signals, intercept capabilities, satellite capabilities, the sort of thing that provide vital information to the, support the national security of the United States. It's supposed to be protected in a certain way. It shouldn't have been in the location that it was with President Biden. Now, the fact of the matter is, as sensitive as this information is, almost on a daily basis, somewhere in the U.S. government, classified information is mishandled. And where that becomes important is the reasons why it was mishandled. Is this something where somebody is simply negligent? They didn't know that something was taken. They accidentally let something left something behind. They got it shuffled up in a, in a mix of classified and unclassified papers. Those sorts of things typically are handled in an administrative way. And again, they're unfortunately very, very common. Now, that's entirely different From a scenario where you have somebody, obviously, if they're trying to give that to a foreign power.
0: You see, everything Joe Biden did is totally fine, even though we don't know anything about how he ended up with the documents. But everything we've said about Donald Trump in collusion with the Russians, which has always been proven not to be true, that's the thing that we're going to keep saying, regardless of whether or not it's a lie, and that's the big issue. These people are awful Absolutely awful. If you want the king of the awful, you may not know the name Charlie Sykes. Charlie Sykes was a radio host back in, in the day in Wisconsin and a rather good one. And Trump broke that man in two. And he has never recovered as if somehow voting for Trump meant you weren't a conservative. I always considered conservatism a recognition of the reality in front of me. What's the plan? You have option this or option that. What are you going to do? How do you deal with it? The conservative sees the world for what it is and works within it. The liberal sees the world they want and tries to bend everybody's view to their vision, which, of course, is a tremendous amount of, of lying involved. And Charlie Sykes goes on MSNBC to tell you uh, uh, it doesn't matter that Biden has these documents. It's just a political headache.
1: I'm number one that these are very, very different cases. There are a lot of distinctions between um, the Biden documents and the, the obstruction of justice that Donald Trump engaged in but also you need to hold the other idea in 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 your head that this is not helpful to the Biden White House um this is a this mm-hmm. is a blow to the prosecution and it's going to be an ongoing political headache for for Joe Biden because we we know that uh, the Trump world and the Republicans you know flourish in the in the you know in the in the age of whataboutism and this hands them a whataboutism on a silver platter and they will exploit this because one thing we've learned is that nuance is one of the first things that gets lost. Distinction um, can be blurred over uh, in this modern media age. So um, this is.
0: Now, this was, was uh, said before we found out that Biden had classified documents in his garage. But what is the nuance conversation when Joe Biden had classified documents in his garage? Tony, you don't need to yell. It's, you know, it's, it's okay. It's going to be all right, Boo Bear. It's going to be fine. Maybe. Maybe. I must tell you how disgusted I am by these people. And Charlie Sykes considers himself uh, a king of virtue. I mean, when when do I start uh, getting to the idea of Charlie Sykes is a punk? Not an intellectual. Not decent. Punk political headache that's the issue political headache goodness gracious that's that's all no it's far greater than that and that's the way it should be treated and I don't mind that you treated Trump that way the raid of course was wrong the treatment why did he have these documents nothing wrong with that so we are now anticipating the White House press secretary. And I get what you're saying, man, do I actually have to listen to this? Because all she's going to do is spin and deflect and spin and deflect and spin and deflect. But there's going to be something to this. How hard does she get pressed? Is the media actually concerned why this press conference matters so much? Because they knew there was a third place. When you heard... Uh, Merrick Garland go through the timeline you found out that this was already going on they already knew about these documents we found out today they knew months ago so how in the world does the White House respond to this well uh, there's the White House press secretary, but we might actually get a response from Biden himself. Another one? Man. I Look, I don't know much about politics. No, wait. I do. This is playing a lot of defense. This is really signaling to the media about how you want them to respond and ignore. Oh, don't let them. Don't let them. Keep it here. It's going to get fun. This is Tony Katz today. I will gladly, gladly give Matt Gates credit where it's due. It doesn't cost me anything. It's what rational people should do. Give people credit where it's due. And Gates is right to introduce an amendment to bring C-SPAN cameras back to the House floor. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY. Eight three three four six eight is the number, 833-GOT-TONY, find everything, TonyKatz.Locals.com, including uh, the live stream videos I do daily, presented by Americans for Prosperity, AmericansForProsperity.org. Did McCarthy get rid of the, the, the cameras? Is that what happened? Or did they get rid of the cameras under the uh, Pelosi reign? I don't see why you wouldn't. Now, I guess there's an argument that the members of the House are allowed to do their work without interference. I guess guess there's an argument to be made about that. I think it's trumped by the argument of, I want to watch the sausage get made. I think that's an extremely important thing to do. Let us see what it is that is going on. Show us. Let's hear what you have to say. Let's hear how you debate. Let's hear how you argue. Let's hear how you make an argument. That's all. Just wanna, just wanna hear it. Want to hear it. So I guess what it was with McCarthy's election that the, that the cameras went, and now Gates is like, bring him back. I don't have an issue with this. I don't have an issue with this at all. Then there is the very, very fascinating story from the Washington Post. The Washington Post story. Let you know that after further review, Russian trolls on Twitter had little influence on 2016 voters. All that talk about Russia, Russia, Russia. Oh, you remember? You remember it was all the rage. Anything went wrong, you didn't win an election, Hillary Clinton, uh, things didn't go your way, political left, and the answer was always the same. Super easy to understand. Say it with me now. Uh, I should have turned on the microphone. I mean the volume. I should have done. I should have done that. Russia, Russia, Russia. Yeah, see, that way it's better. When I turn on the volume, it's better that way. Note to self, note to self, I need to turn on the volume that was always the answer always their response always what they were about and then remember it was the 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 those those farms those server farms all working to get donald trump elected it's not what happened it the study as the washington post describes it from the new york university center for social media and politics Explores the limits of what Russian disinformation and misinformation was able to achieve on one major social media platform in the 2016 election. Now, I say this, I, I just saw that, uh, yeah, Matt Taibbi, formerly of Rolling Stone, part 14 of the Twitter files, the Russia Gate Lies. Yeah. How many times? Were we told that this election was stolen by the Russians? They had proof of Russian disinformation. Proof of Russian interference. And Adam Schiff, the congressman from California, he had the proof. And you've got uh, uh, Hillary Clinton still telling you to this day it was the Russians. This is... This is why people have lost faith, and I must say that it is this lost faith argument, Uh, it's not an argument, Tony, it's not an argument. It's this lost faith reality that is most bothersome, because I don't know the way back we when we talked about the 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 FAA right what happened with their computer system and you had 10,000 flights that were either delayed or canceled when when, when you when you saw that happen when you saw it take place you realize that that so much of of what we have, so much of what we are it, it's 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 a delicate delicate balance. We really really Hang by a thread on so many different um so many different ways. And a lot of that is faith in institutions. Now, a computer hang-up can happen, a glitch as has been described, can happen. Whether I believe it or not is inconsequential for this part of the conversation. But when the FBI gets everything wrong, attacks only one political party. Attacks you and looks to forgive them. When the leadership of the FBI moves in a political way, when the CDC moves in a political way, attacks you, attacks only one side, and leaves the other alone and forgives the other. Well, why? What happens when you lose faith in them? When the IRS is utilized as a political cudgel, against a political party, as it was. The IRS was utilized against the political right in the days of the Tea Party to keep them from organizing, to keep them from being able to get tax-exempt status, to keep them from being able to speak. I was a Tea Party guy back in the day, if you didn't know. An organizer, one of the originals, Oh, I know what they say about the Tea Party. Who actually cares what they say about the Tea Party? They want to lie. They can lie. They just can't get me to buy in. I'm willing to fight back. Lois Lerner and company purposefully kept groups from being able to speak. It's unforgivable stuff. And you lose faith in the institution. You lose faith in the FBI. You lose faith in the CDC. Well, how do you get that faith back? How do you get the faith back that these organizations can again be trusted? I don't know. I don't know how it's done. I don't know if it can be done. And and I am not a, a negative guy, man. I am a guy who sees the opportunity ahead and capitalize on it. You know that in a couple days, uh, we we start up with syndication again. We start out with syndication again. You'll be hearing the show not only in Indianapolis. Um, now weekends we we've always done so. Weekends in Atlanta uh, on WSB. Weekends in Tulsa, Oklahoma on KRMG. Weekends uh, on WoWo in Fort Wayne, Indiana. MNC in South Bend, Indiana. News Talk St. Louis and St. Louis. Right, so we're heard. But starting Monday, five days a week in WGCL in Bloomington, Indiana, where I'm going to go over great. Oh, the home of IU is going to love conservative radio host Tony Katz. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. I am all about the positive future. I am all about heading, you know, the, 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 the opportunities ahead. All about it. I swear to you, I don't know how we come back from this lack of faith. They told me Russia, Russia, Russia. They told me Trump was acting in collusion with the Russians. They lied every single step of the way. And now the political left, Congress as a whole, wants our trust. I don't know how we're supposed to do it. I know we have to. We have to get back. We must get back. You can't really have the system working if there's no faith in the institutions, but it is imperative to remember, just like we see with the FAA, one computer glitch and 10,000 flights get screwed with. That's how perilous it all is. That's the... The, the, the fragility of the entire thing, that fragility applies. That fragility is what's happening now with these agencies and our total lack of faith in them because it's a total lack of faith in the agencies. And I don't know how to get it back. And I will tell you this, the FBI, the DOJ knew that, for example, Joe Biden had classified information in his offices and didn't tell us until January? Not a good step in having faith. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. When I come back, you know what it looks like. Everything lit, all the girls in free. Everybody inside, sipping on a good time. You ain't got a risk. They can put it on me when they want to go. They know all my money sure. I don't ever get it one way. Yeah, so I don't know where cringe John Pierre is. I'm only assuming uh, they're sitting in the back there somewhere in the White House just saying to themselves oh it's bad oh it's bad guys oh it's bad and then uh all right all i I have to do is lie all i have to do is lie to the people all i have to do is lie to them just lie and lie and lie and then the press will do the rest and then and then uh, i can i can go on if anybody says anything if anybody says anything to me uh just call them a racist or or a homophobe just that's all you gotta do that's all you gotta do that's it i'm assuming that's what's happening i could be wrong tony Katz. tony Katz today Find everything. Tony Politico fired a reporter. Now, to the extent they were fired or they were allowed to walk away. Will uh I, I think that's um I think that's a, a, a bit of a question. Right? Brad Dayspring, who is uh, the VP of marketing and communications. Pointed to a tweet, um, saying that Geller's a comment a comment violated company policy and could lead to termination. What was the comment from Eric Geller? Eric Geller said of Pope Benedict, the sixteenth, who has recently passed away, uh, called him on Twitter a homophobic pedophile protector and Hitler youth alum. Well, that's a statement. That is one heck of a thing. Uh, to say, uh, uh, a a gross thing to say, to say the very very least, when you refer to somebody as a Hitler Youth alum, when uh, teenagers or an, and even younger who were living in Germany at that time, born in Germany at that time, were told, hey, you're part of the Hitler Youth. As I know the story, he never even attended a meeting. Never attended a meeting. But what, what does it matter when, 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 when you hate Catholics and you want to mock Catholics? You, you, you do what you do, what you do, what you do, what you do. You just do what you do. And there it is. They did what they did. So this guy got fired. Now, up uh, after posting it, removed it, saying, I deleted the tweet about Pope Benedict. That was offensive and in poor judgment. Is, is that what it was? Or was that exactly how you felt? I mean, stick with it. You believe it, say it. He used to be a cybersecurity reporter at Politico, and now he's a journalist focused on cybersecurity and technology. If Politico is going to be um, firing people, what about this so called journalist out of Indianapolis who clearly had leaked information, uh, the military records of a congressional candidate named Jennifer Ruth Green, a Republican? W- these documents get leaked. He clearly leaked them, this Politico um, reporter. claiming they were received by a FOIA request when that wasn't the case. It was Congressman Jim Banks and Congressman uh, Larry Bouchon, both of Indiana, who got this information that it wasn't foia it was accidentally leaked, and it should never have been there. We don't know if it went to the possession of the Congressman of the Indiana 1st District, the Democrat Frank Mervan. Whom Jennifer Ruth Green was running against. Jennifer Ruth Green, the Republican. I mean, do we have to do all the things? I guess you got to check all the boxes. The black female military veteran Republican. Her military records were leaked. And this lowlife from Indianapolis so-called reporter shared it. Why does he still have a job? What this guy Eric Geller said is just gross didn't mean that he was doing his job poorly. It just means that he's a disgusting dude. And he isn't apologizing for it. He meant it. He apologized that people actually paid attention to him. I think leaking somebody's military uh, medical records is worse. I think that's, a, that's an actual offense. Saying what you believe, it could be disgusting. It could be offensive. But it's not an offense to the job. This is journalism? I think Politico's got to look itself in the eye. I think they got to look themselves in the eye. What is it that, you know, drives you? What is it that matters to you? That's the, 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 the question. So we've got inflation not so much down as it is here to stay. Uh, You have a a question about whether or not we should continue funding uh, this war in Ukraine. You've got Biden with classified documents in his garage, and I have no idea where Corinne Jean-Pierre is. But I will get to her. You know, I, I got too many things to go over. I'll get to her tomorrow. I'll share what it is she has to say. Because by the time we talk tomorrow, we can know of two more locations of classified documents that Joe Biden has. By the way, unrelated, these um, areas, how much access did Hunter Biden have to the areas where the classified documents were? Oh, I'm sorry. That question not allowed? I think that question is germane tonycats.locals.com. Be sure to subscribe, it's free This is Tony Katz today